Uh, Peter Hunter won't be texting him because he is on the phone with us. And good morning to you, Pete. How are you, mate? G'day, Mac. How are you? Mate, I am a box of birds. Now, we're going to talk today about your really good filly, but we're also going to talk about when we first met because while Pete is a good Southern man, and I clearly am not these days, Pete and I met each other in 1991, which is 32 years ago. The Inter-Dominions were held in Auckland and a horse called Dare You Too, trained by former Methven boy Calvin Harrison, came to town and Pete looked after him. Pete, isn't it hard to believe that was 32 years ago? Uh, unbelievable. Um, yeah, time slips by very quickly, Mick, as you know, but um, geez, there are good days back then. What do you remember of that great carnival? Because um, it was a, a final one by, bizarrely, Mark Hanover. Back when, <laughs> this is the strange part of the story, Mark Purden wasn't that big a deal. Mark Purden was the little baby of the family. There was, of course, Barry and Tony Hurley, and, and, and Roy was right in his pomp. And I remember Christopher Vance was beaten on the line by Mark Hanover. Uh, I think Franco Ice ran third, and I think your horse ran about sixth in the final, dare you too. But hard to believe, Pete, that was the first emergence of <laughs> the man who would become our greatest ever harness horseman. Yeah, gee's done a lot in thirty-two years, hasn't he? He's a um, lot more than you and yeah, me, Pete. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, quite quite incredible story, really. And yeah, no, that was, that was a great series. That and um, it was quite exciting because uh, bringing an American horse uh, down under that was really a really a novelty, and it was um, it was quite exciting and it was challenging, and uh, it was great to be part of. Really, he won a heat. Um, did of course dare you too? Inky Lord was part of that series, I think, as well. Um, just quick quiz for you, Pete, and for those playing along at home. Here's two things: Can you remember the name of the other North American horse from Canada who was part of the series? Uh, the Night Colt. Night Colt, correct. And who won that series trotting final? Ah. Oh. It wasn't Fraggle Rock, was it? Well, Pete, you're at, see, a lot of people your age, Pete, they just start to forget stuff. People my age do too, but you have absolutely nailed it. Let's talk about, since you're on a roll, let's talk about Rock Lou. <laughs> now, this is your filly uh, who's in the Helen Pope Fillies Classic today. This goes at just after 2 o'clock, everybody, so it'll be on trackside, TAB1 today, trackside. Um, talk to us about Rock Lou because often you see these southern horses and they look like they go well, but to be honest, Pete... Maybe it's the travel. They come to Christchurch and Addington just overroars them. That's not the case with Rark Lou. Gee, it was good last time out. Yeah, she's um, just a filly that's um, travel was never going to be a problem to her because she's just got the right attitude. And this was never really on her plan. She just sort of went a great race on Diamonds Day and they thought, well, it's a race at Rangiora and we'll give her a trip away because she might have to do travel in the future. And um, the way it's worked out, there's been another couple of Phillies races and this one today, of course. And Yeah, we just sort of rode the journey, really. And, um, yeah, and it's um, she's a filly. It's probably um, just the right attitude to come up and travel, and uh, I think it's going to do her good in the long term, I think. You've had some good horses over the years and decades with the Rark part to their name. Um, is she the most precocious, the earliest going one? 
Uh, most natural by far. I've, I've had a few that have um, I've raced at juveniles, but basically they're, they're they're probably just there to make the numbers up. They're just weren't that level that she is, and um, yeah, she's definitely the um, a juvenile raka I've never ha- had before. That's for sure. All right, what do you make of her today? She's got barrier seven. You're driving her yourself. There's some of those ambitious, you know, aggressive drivers inside you. Tim Williams doesn't mind leaving the gate. Um, John Dunn's inside you. Um, Gavin Smith's inside you. What are your chances of getting across? And if you can't get across, what do you do? Yeah, well, it's a hard one, Mike. There's, there's nice fillies there, and they've got a lot of gate speed, some of them, and uh, there's a couple of newbies there, and they're all unknown, and... Um, we're just going to wait to the, when the gate springs and how, how we leave the gate. And um, I, I guess the good thing about her, she's got a couple of strings to her bow. She can stay a wee bit. So um, with the draw, we'll, she'll probably have to do quite a bit of that today, I'd say. But um, yeah, just got to play it by ear, I think. Pete, let's talk about Southland harness racing. You're a southern man through and through. And by the way, punters, um, our apologies. We haven't got Greg O'Connor up today. We're having slight technical issues, and we haven't been able to get him uh, and our guests on the phone line at the same time. So we'll, we'll tune back into him later on and try and find you a winner with Greg. Um, Pete, just with Southland harness racing, there's been a lot of changes, and it seems to tick over. Like I turn the TV on on Thursday, and there's a meeting on, and there's a Saturday meeting sometimes. And I thought the Invercargill Cup meeting just before Christmas went really well. Do you think Southland Harness Racing's got it right as in regards to when the big races are on, um, the days of the week it's on? You're a guy who thinks very deeply about the industry. Where do you think Southland Harness Racing's at? I think Southland Harness Racing's in a good space. Um, there's a lot of passionate people. The clubs get on really well. And they work together. Um, dates are, you know, they're hard to get what you want, of course. But um, they're promoting the big meetings very well. I think their last meeting was, that was a great day. And um, if we can keep going forward, promoting that, and um, with the birth dates and that, the season's changed a bit. And it's going to be, you know, you've got to do a wee bit of juggling, but... Um, it's not a quick fix. It takes a few years to adjust, and and uh, it depends on numbers and whatnot. But um, one thing about South and um, people with their horses, they're passionate about racing, and we race. Yeah, so um, it always survives that way, Mick. Pete, there was a Group One race. The Invercargill Cup became a Group One race at the back end of last year. It's, it was a cracking race. I mean, Krug won, and and Self Assure was there. So it was a proper horse race. We hear a lot about pride in Southland harness racing. Is, is it a case that people are proud of that? Because obviously you've had all these great horses over the years and you haven't had any Group 1 races. Do people care about the fact there's a Group 1 race on your track? Does it matter to you? Oh, I think so, Mick. I, I tell you, in Krug 1, like, well, here you got a standing ovation. And end of the day, Mick, people just love to see top horses. And Southlanders are probably more passionate than anyone, you know, they come out to see top horses and that's something we probably never see too much of down home, but when they do come out to play, people love seeing them. And, um, yeah, that, that, that was, 
I think he asked Grand Delgetti about it. He couldn't believe the support and the, you know, the congratulations he got after winning that race. And yeah, uh, it's quite humbling for him. You just need to ask him about that. And yeah, and uh, no matter what horse it is, if it's a good horse, uh, yeah, the Southland people enjoy seeing the race. That's for sure. Uh, on the subject of humbling, Pete, um, not an ideal year for the Highlanders. If you're, I know you're a rugby man. Um, yeah, that could have gone better. Uh, yeah, they got a wee bit of work to do. Um, probably not too bad against your lot the other night for oh, all that, but better work to be done. My lot's a very fluid bunch. It depends on who's going well, but yes, effectively I'm a blues man. But yes, um, yeah. We'll leave the Hollanders Park there. That's not your fault, Pete. Hey, um, good luck with Mark Lou today, mate. It's good to talk to you again. I'll see you on TV occasionally. You look relatively healthy. Obviously, you've been looking after yourself. So, mate, I'm hope to see you're on television again today after the Helen Pope Phillies Classic at three minutes past two, coming back on the Winner's Circle, brother. Uh, thanks, thanks for that, mate. Well, uh, is this one of those races? Uh, you feel prejudiced to have a horse good enough to be in it, so... Um, yeah, we're pretty wrapped just to have one in it, and if we what we'll get, we'll get, and hopefully we'll give it a have it a good good shot, Mike. Yeah, mate, you get round safe. Hope your filly gets around safe, and uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing you at the races one day. Maybe at Addington around Cup time. That'd suit me, Pete. Uh, it'd be good catching up with you, Mike. One day, that's for sure. Good yeah. on you, brother. That's Peter Hunter. Thank you, mate.